The Wrath of the Lich King. This is episode 33. We have no letters or anything, no no letter addenda to this uh, episode number. That was all your fault. That was all my fault. I, I misnumbered I misnumbered which episode? I think 31. We never had a 31. We've had two 32s, and now this is 33. Yes. Sometime next year we'll do episode 31. It'll be like a flashback episode. That'll be fun. I think it will. <laughs> So it's uh, good news for everybody. It's just the two of us. This it is. Week. We have no interview to be done. No. Hey, we just got more viewer mail. We did. Yep. Well, that's exciting. Why don't you uh, sing the viewer mail song, and uh, we'll open up the bag. All right. What do you think? Viewer mail. Opening it up. All right. The All viewer right. mail bag is open. The viewer mail bag is open. Our first viewer mail comes from uh, former. Fill me in guest uh, Vic Fleming. Vic Fleming, Judge Vic. Judge Vic that, from Arkansas. We need a nickname for him. We've, we've, we've been lazy about it. You don't that. like we've Judge been... Vic? Well, that's his nickname for himself. Oh, okay. Well, what do you want to call him? I don't know. My Cousin Vic? No. Why not? That's horrible. Why is that horrible? Uh, we'll think about it. Um, but Vic Fleming was uh, terrific. Uh, he sent us an email here... Uh, he sent us a puzzle. He designed he a puzzle. He designed about a puzzle us. about us. And I don't know if we should say anything about it, uh, except that we loved it. And I think, should we put it on the site? We're we going to put it on, on... We should put it on the on our, on our... We do a blog. I don't know if you know this. Right. But, uh, you know, I keep, that, that's an interesting point. I don't know if everybody knows that we have a blog. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a blog. Ryan and I host a blog. It's called Ryan and Brian Do Crosswords. It's located at... Crosswords.ryanfacestheworld.com, and I th- our viewership of the blog seems to be going going down. Oh, is it? Yes. Excellent. That's, <laughs> that's reassuring. It is. Yeah. But in the post, I blame the economy. It's everything is blamed on the economy. Everything. Yes. Everything. In the post where we post this podcast, we will post this crossword puzzle by Vic Fleming. <laughs> What did okay. I do? What did I say? <laughs> well, it's just basically, it, but it's, if you found this episode, if you're listening to this episode, then you already know that the puzzle is there. That's not true at all. It's not? It could be downloaded on iTunes. You're absolutely right. So this puzzle will be available, and it's a great puzzle, and my touché. only my only regret is that touché. we didn't... No. My only regret no, is... No, touche. Really? Am I right? With the touche? No. Uh, my only regret is that we didn't have this puzzle available at Lollapazoola, because this would have been a great... It would have been perfect. It would have been perfect for Lollapazoola. Uh, but maybe he'll make us another one for Lollapazoola. Or maybe too. our seven blog viewers won't attend Lollapazoola <laughs> 09, and uh, we, can you know, we can still use it, because right. nobody will have seen it. Right. But it's called Fill Me In Phrases. It is. And it's very exciting. So thank you very much, Vic. It was, it was really... Quite cool. Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, you want to go ahead with this one? All right. This is from Marty and Cindy K. says, Hi, Ryan and Brian. I, too, am a member. Oh, I don't have to. I'm not going to read all this. No. I just want to read the part that talks about us. How about here? My question is, Ryan, what do you do for work that you write about being at work all night? <laughs> I, I also. Oh, wait. I want to go back up. 
Do you want to start this over again? You've done a very bad job. What do you mean I've done a bad job? You want to start the whole show over again? No, I think the show is good. I think really? It, I think it's on point. You're going to edit some of it, right? Oh. Excellent. Do you want me to read this email? No, I can I read it? I, I don't know. I gave you the opportunity. This is from Marty and Cindy K. Hi, Ryan and Brian. I really enjoy your crossword blog and often have my husband read it since it is so funny. He isn't into crosswords. Ugh. I screwed it up again. Yeah, you did. Hi, Ryan and Brian. I really enjoy your crossword blog and often have my husband read it since it is so funny. He isn't into crossword but still gets a kick out of your site. Uh, my question is, Ryan, what do you do for work that you write about being at work all night? I used to work night midnights. Used to work midnights at a hospital, so I can relate to long nights. Uh, I am thinking of going to the NPL convention next year. Have either of you gone to one before? How was it? Did you feel out of place being newer to crosswords than most of the others there? Keep writing and puzzling. Signed, Tara. Now, uh, would you explain something to me, Ryan? Yes. Uh, this email came from somebody named Marty and Cindy K. Right, and it's and signed, it signed Tara. Yes. That I don't understand. I don't either. I don't. How does that work? I don't. Do you think Marty is Marty from our blog who doesn't write anymore? Yeah. What happened to Marty? I don't know. Well, it would be Marty C and well, Cindy K. Who knows? Maybe the C stood for Cindy K. <laughs> Maybe it did. <laughs> it could have. It might have. It, it definitely might have. Uh, so, A, thank you for uh, enjoying the site. Is that, that's, is that the right way to say that? Uh, no. No. But you go on. All it's right. Okay. I, uh, in, in answer to your question, I work at a law firm. It is a, a mind-numbing, soul-sucking job that I work three nights a week. I am a word processor. I, we, neither of us have been to an NPL convention. That's the National Puzzlers League, for those of you unfamiliar with that anagram. Yeah, it's not an anagram. It's an acronym. Uh, the NLP. NPL. The NLP is an anagram of the acronym NPL. Oh, oh no, no, no. Right? Yes, touché. right. <laughs> no, stop touché. it. Touché. Stop it with the touché. <laughs> uh, we have never been, but I can tell you... That crossword people and puzzling people are very uh, amenable to newcomers? Is that uh, I don't think they're amenable to newcomers. They're friendly? They're friendly. They're very friendly to newcomers. Amicable? Amicable. Welcoming? Welcoming. Yeah. Welcoming. That's what I want to use. Is it? Okay. I will Good tell choice. you that crossword... <laughs> Oh, your editing, your editing work later is going to be brilliant. I can't wait to see the results. <laughs> and puzzle people are welcoming. Wow. Wow, indeed. All right, well, thank you, Tara. Wow, indeed. When I describe our banter as being that you talk a lot and I sigh and roll my eyes, <laughs> this, this is what I'm is referring to. Is this why to. Amanda said you were mean to me? Uh, no, this is not why Amanda said I was mean to you. Amanda said I was mean to you. I, let me back up and explain to all of our viewers who aren't Amanda. Uh, so that would be whom? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not either. Uh, to all of our viewers who aren't, I saw Amanda today. Amanda, the unparalleled peril of engineer. Uh, we went to go see a show today. Romantic and, uh, poetry. We saw romantic poetry. It's an off-Broadway musical. It, 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 I didn't like it very much. Um, anyhow, before the show started, Amanda and I were talking about a number of things, including the crossword podcast. Right. And uh, and she said that I was particularly mean to you, that pretty much anytime you would present an idea or a thought or a something, <laughs> I would immediately discount it and argue with it and, and 
vote for the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just sort of my instinct. That I, I, I would agree with that. You would? Yes. Okay. I don't consider that to be mean, though. I don't either. I, and, and I did explain to Amanda, and here I'm giving away a little bit, but so what? Uh, I'm nicer to you when we're not doing the podcast. Yes. I am. No, you are. I'm nice to you. You're my friend. I'm yes. nice to you. But in the, on the podcast thing, I don't know. It's, it's just your, sort of like it happens that it's way. It's your persona. It's my on-air persona. Yes. This is not what I'm really like. You're, not, you're much more amicable and welcoming. I'm not at all welcoming. No, actually, I'm, you're not. I'm actually never welcoming. No, you're no. not. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So thank you, Tara, <laughs> or Marty, and or, or Marty Cindy or Cindy K. We don't know who you are. No, and but I, if you come to any convention that we happen to attend, introduce yourself please. and explain all I, of this. I'm sure we'll be wearing a name tag. We collectively will be wearing a <laughs> name tag. We'll be the two guys close to each other sharing a name tag. One tag <laughs> stuck between us, right? right. Is that what we're gonna do? All right, moving on to the next viewer mail. Yes. Yeah, so now we have a viewer mail from our dear friend Thomas. As a boy, Heilman. Oh, good. I'm glad you remembered. Yeah, you I'm glad see? you remembered. Very How about good. that? Touche. I've thought about that like five times today so that I would remember <laughs> to do it when we did the podcast. So, I'll Tom, let, I'll well, let you read this. Will you? You go ahead. You sure you don't want to read it and totally no. botch the whole thing up? No. I will let you do whatever you need to do. Okay. Let's see what I can do. Uh, Thomas Heilman writes to us, Dear Ryan and Brian, it's been a while since I dropped you guys a line, I know, but I've continued to listen to your podcasts and check out your blog now and again, though it seems I have less time to read your blog than I do for your podcasts. Now, I don't understand that. How do you have less time to read, like, two paragraphs than you have to listen to 40 minutes of nonsense? I don't know. Maybe he's a fast listener. But it takes 40 minutes, no matter what. Or maybe he does it in the car. Oh. Maybe he's a driver. Oh, maybe he's a driver. Is that what he does for a living? He's a driver? <laughs> he might be. Maybe. Does he just chauffeur people around? I think he drives a truck. Oh, interesting. Yes. All right. Uh, Thomas Heilman continues. Um, oh, in fact, he is a driver. He says, if I could find a way to read your blog while driving, I'd certainly be doing that. <laughs> Good call. Uh, <laughs> we should really read these before we go on I actually air. knew he was a driver. I, I knew he did it while he was driving. I did know that. You were humoring me. Yes, I was. And you fell for it. Oldest (laughs) trick in the book. (laughs) Only trick in the book. I only have one trick in my book. Wrath of the Lich King. The Wrath of the Lich King. Uh, Thomas Heilman continues, while I've been enjoying your podcast, I do want to say that I am starting to miss your chats about the puzzles. The interviews are great, but I always like your comments on the puzzles, too. Uh, Well... Today is your lucky day, Thomas Heilman, <laughs> because we have no interview, and we will definitely be talking about the puzzles. Absolutely. But, but we should also point out that we've gotten the opposite comment. From some people. From some people, that they don't like. Some people don't like the puzzles and do like the interviews. Now, you tell us you don't like the interviews and do like the puzzles. We can't please everybody. No. What are we supposed to do? I think we're going to have to do two podcasts now. We have to do... You'll do one podcast where you interview people, and I'll do one podcast where I just sort of grumble about everything I think you've done wrong. <laughs> will that satisfy everyone? <laughs> we'll splice them together? No, we won't splice anything. We'll just air them separately. All right, fine. Or we could put yours in the left channel and mine in the right channel and just sort of have them coexist. <laughs> I think that'll be just about the same as what we do now. Probably. Eh, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Thomas Hyman goes on to say... Um, Let's see, what does he go on to say? 
Here's a little idea that came to me while listening to some of your interviews. It seems most constructors out there have quite a few puzzles that have never appeared in publication, puzzles that have been rejected for all sorts of reasons and will probably never be published. Uh, your site could be kind of like the Island of Misfit Toys in that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Christmas special. Terrifying. The I, Misfit Toys. I don't know the Misfit Toys. It's I, terrifying. I only know from Toy Story. It's terrifying. Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, anyway, he says puzzles by well-known constructors that have been rejected could find a home with Ryan and Brian. This is a brilliant idea. So we're like the foster home for puzzles. Right. I think it's a great idea. So so maybe if we have any constructors listening, and those, of course, who aren't, we'll probably email you, uh, uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get some of these puzzles that have never made it to print and that you've given up on. Because if you haven't given up and you're still editing and revising, then they may eventually go to print and we don't want right. to spoil because that. Because we, we don't pay. We don't. We don't pay anything. The New York Times pays like $500 or whatever. We pay nothing. nothing. You have the prestige of being on our website. And it is quite prestigious. Extremely prestigious. Uh, so uh, let's see. Uh, Thomas Heilman asks, is this a bad idea, good idea, just an idea, waste of your time and my time, time to stick a sock in it? I think it's a good idea. I, I, I think it was put a sock in it, actually. Stick a sock in I it? I think it was put a sock in it. That was the and that was the entry that you liked so much you put in your blog post twice. Right, you remember that one? Yeah, put a sock in it, and then we named a podcast episode "Put a Sock That's in It." Two X. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, I like your air parentheses. Did you like that air parentheses? I'd like for the viewers to see that one more time. Two X. <laughs> Uh, Thomas Heilman, let's see, what else does he say? Uh, well, I've got a computer chess match going I should get back to. Then it's time to work up a lesson on Chapter 12 of The World According to Garp. I had intended on reading Chapter 12 so that I could speak intelligently about it. Really? I really like the book, but I have no idea what happens in Chapter 12. Is that when the guy gets into the thing? You've never read The World According to Garp, have you? No. It's really a good book. Oh, I'm sure have it is. Have you read anything by John Irving? I have indeed. What? A... The Son of the Circus. That is like the worst of the John Irving What? Books. That's a fantastic book. I hated The Son of the I Circus. I love Son of the Circus. Oh, Son, of, Son of the Circus almost made me stop reading John Irving. You know what I did make like me it. stop reading John Irving? The 158-pound marriage. No. Water the Method Cider Man. House Rules. Oh, The Cider House Cider House it's is not terrible. Rule. Yeah, I didn't love that one. But the I've, best, though, is A Prayer for Owen Meany. That's what everybody And says. World According to Garp is pretty good, too. I love Son of the Circus. Well, you should read A Prayer for Owen Meany and a world, in, a world According to Garp. Those are both terrific. I, why did you like Son of the Circus? I don't know. I thought it was great. Were there scenes that took place in the jungle? No. What That's, am I thinking of? You're thinking of uh, uh, Apocalypse Now. Uh, that's not by John Irving. No, I know. But it has scenes that take place in a jungle. Well, so does Tropic Thunder. Well, it's not a book. Well, either is Apocalypse Now. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> uh, the last thing I'd like to include from Thomas Heilman's email is, been meaning to ask you guys this for a while now. Why do you refer to this as viewer mail? The mail you read is generally in response to comments on your podcasts, right? Who views your podcasts? Have you guys gone video somewhere along the way and I've been missing it? Haven't we always been video? I thought we, I, I'm watching this episode right now. Yeah. I'm watching you here in the studio. I thought everybody watches this on video. Doesn't everybody see... Isn't this on television? <laughs> Don't Isn't this in IMAX now? <laughs> no, but it is on video. It is? You just click the link on the right side of the page. <laughs> now listen, I, 
I can't. I can't. No. I, I can't make. I can't let this happen. Of course, it's not video. It's a podcast. I don't know why we call it viewer mail. You started. I started it. Yes. I think. I think one day we were doing the mail, and it, it used to be reader mail or listener mail or something. I don't know what it was. I think we started getting mail before we did the podcast, right? Because we had the email as a link from the blog, right? So it was like reader mail. It was like people right. who read the blog would email us, right? And then when we started doing the podcast, it just seemed right to say viewer mail. I don't know. It just sort of came out. And we laughed about it. If you listen to episode three or four or something. We're laughing. We're laughing about it when the first time we say viewer mail. And then it just sort of stuck. And now yeah. there's a song. We can't really go back on it. <laughs> no, because Ryan's written this whole song now. And, and listener mail wouldn't scan correctly. It doesn't scan well at all. Because the song, as, as, you, as you must know, scans incredibly well. Now the song, am I doing it in seven? No, you're not. No, it, it's definitely not in seven. What is it in? It's, it's in one. I mean, it's... <laughs> what do you mean it's in one? How could something be in one? One, 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 Can't that one, be four? One. Sure. It's not really in one. It could be in four. It could be whatever you want it to be. So it could be in seven. Sure. Like Salisbury Hill. I believe it's Salisbury Hill, not Salisbury Hill. Oh, it's, Salisbury it's, Steak. It's, it's Salisbury Steak, <laughs> but I believe it's Salisbury Hill. You know what I love? <laughs> what? Salisbury Steak. <laughs> it's meatloaf with gravy. I know. It's, what is better than that? There's a lot of things that are better than that. Name. Fried chicken. I like Salisbury Steak better. Oh, God, no. Fried right. chicken is definitely better. Viewers, what do you think? Thomas Heilman, what do you think? Fried chicken or Salisbury Steak? Fried chicken, Salisbury steak, or Cindy K. Or Cindy K, a.k.a. Tara, <laughs> a.k.a. Marty. <laughs> we don't know who you are. We don't. You have very cryptic email. Well, thank you, Thomas Heilman. We look forward to your next puzzle. And, and, and again, if people want to send us puzzles that they haven't been able to get uh, published and they want people to do them, send them to us and we'll... By all means, put them on the blog. Yeah, we'll we'll do our equivalent of publishing them. Yeah, which, which is just putting <laughs> yeah, them on the blog. Just putting a link up on the blog and hosting them somewhere. But yeah, we'd love to do that. So now, what else are we doing? Uh, well, I'll tell you, I think we should talk about Tuesday's puzzle, since neither of us could finish it. Sure, let's talk about Tuesday's puzzle. This past week, Tuesday, was the 2nd of December. The puzzle was by Matt Ginsburg. And both you and I had to Google... This Tuesday, we puzzle. had to Google the lower right-hand corner. We had to Google the uh, you know, sort of place. Georgia, Alabama portion of the puzzle. Right, um, and we weren't the only ones. I actually looked on a couple other sites online. I looked on Jim Horn's blog and uh, Orange's blog, and, they had and there were other people who. I mean, you know, the experts have no problems, of course, because they know all the words and all the letters. And I've really only mastered, I think, like nineteen of the letters in our alphabet. <laughs> so anytime other, you know, the other. How many, how many are there? 22, 24? You know, anytime some of the others come up, I get confused. Um, so down here in the, in the lower right corner, we had, uh, well, I, it was a nexus of ignorance. Isn't that what you call it? What do you call it? A nexus of Ryan's ignorance. A nexus of Ryan's ignorance there at 53 down and 66 across. And a bizarre pair of clues in that they were almost identical in their answers. 66 across, classic British Jaguar. And 53 down, Day's March. And Any they, idea? Well, Any idea what the answers are? Do you know? Now, so this you can do. 
This music is fine. Yeah, that but when I fine. ask you to do it, it's I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, so the answers here, uh, classic British Jaguar is apparently E-Type. All e- right. E-T-Y-P-E. I don't, I don't know much about cars. I don't know anything about cars. I don't own cars. a car. You don't own a car? No, I, I don't own a car. a car. No. What happened? Uh, a lot of problems. Okay. And then 53 down, Days March, E-Tape. It's probably pronounced something like etape. Yeah, I think it is French. Yes. I think, I think it is. But when I looked but, this up, I looked up the definition, yeah. it was like an encampment. Okay. A- after a day's march, this is where French soldiers would camp. Okay. So the clue doesn't make any sense to me. Because the clue says day's march. Right. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand I'm, either. I'm totally baffled. So not only does the clue not make sense, and we don't know these things, but they also crossed each other. And they're very similar, E-T-A-P-E and E-T-Y-P-E. And it was a Tuesday. Yeah. It was a Tuesday, for crying out loud. And the other ones around there, Gamal Nasser. Yeah, I didn't know that one. Uh, 63 across Egypt's Nasser, Gamal, G-A-M-A-L. So it was... I knew the rest of that corner, but I certainly didn't know those things. And for a Tuesday, Googling on a Tuesday is not a fun feeling. Yeah. There was another thing about this. Um... All, there were a ton of clues that started with ellipses, that started dot, dot, oh, dot, yes. something. And I had absolutely no idea what was going on. I thought, what happened? A Thursday has appeared where a Tuesday should have been. Right. Had no clue. Apparently, one of the ellipses clues actually begins with sound of dot, 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 an explosion. Uh-huh. And all of these clues were sounds that something would make. But uh-huh. I didn't see the one clue that actually used the word sound of. Oh, I don't think I even noticed that until yeah, just now. ten across, sound of. Right. I figured it out without ever noticing that, and then later I saw that. It was a fun puzzle. I liked all it the was, sound but clues. I kind of wish sound of had appeared in all of them, or somewhere it would say, you know, the... 11 starred clues or sounds or something like that. Because right. as I'm jumping around... I had no idea what all these ellipses, as ellipses is. Ellipsi? Sure. Didn't know what they were. Uh, do we want to talk about any other puzzle except for uh, Sunday, which we just completed? Uh, we do want to ask the viewers how many syllables are in this word. L-O-Z-E-N-G-E. L-O-Z-E-N-G-E. How I think many that, syllables are in that word? I think there's two. I think there's two. But there's a lot of people who think there's three. That's a puzzle designed by our good friend Barry C. Silk. Fred and Connor, Doug, 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 Doug Peterson, Crossroad Gentleman, and Man About Town. Yes. See? I pay attention. You do pay attention. Uh, Barry C. Silk has actually just emailed you a puzzle to your liking, I hope. Well, emailed both of us. Wow, he? How is it to my liking? I think, I think it's going to have some baseball thing in it. Oh, really? Probably. Barry C. Silk, of course, is a fan of the world champion bastards. Yes, he is. And you are, of course, a fan of the... Well, they're not the world champions, are they? No. Oh, that's too bad. That is too bad. But they won it recently. Didn't they win the whole thing like a year ago or Mm, two years ago? 20 years ago. Oh, it was 20 years ago? Yes. That's rough. I was... I mean, maybe if the team you follow had won, you know, once or twice in the last four or five years, it'd be easier to sleep at night, wouldn't it? Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) What else are we looking at? Uh... This was, I, Let's I, look at Saturday, December 6th, because it was designed by our friend Ashish Vengsarkar. And I'll let and, you do the next one. And uh, and I'll tell you the truth, Ashish had a collaborator on this whose name I'm not going to be able to say well. 
Uh, the first name is probably Narayan, or Narayan, I don't know. And the last name has about 20 letters in it, and I don't know how to say it. I'm embarrassed to say, but I'll just be blunt, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say and it. And I could try. But it would just, it wouldn't work out very well. Venkata Subramanian. That's pretty good. You think that's good? I think it sounds good. You think that'll work? Um... Anyway, they designed a puzzle together, and it was a Saturday, but it was a themed puzzle. Yeah. Very, very clever. 29 down, choir section, and what are missing from the starred clues? Ten oars. Ten oars. Tenors and ten oars. The letters O-R are missing from ten clues. It's just interesting to have... The theme was in the clues, not the in the answers. The clues, yes. Very, very clever. So, like, one across, Panama. Actually, panorama, and the answer is view. Yes. Very cool. Uh, also cool is the fact that the grid is 16 squares tall by 15 yeah, squares Yeah, I was. Wide. I thought my monitor was on the fritz. Yeah, 16 squares tall because the theme answer, tenors, is, uh, has an even number of letters in it. So. Uh, and Jim Horn has got an, a, a print interview with uh, Ashish yes. on uh, the Wordplay blog. He does, and we link to it from our well, my blog post about this puzzle. Right. Uh, Jim Horn, uh, we link to Jim's interview with Ashish. And we didn't uh, do it in viewer mail, but... Ashish actually wrote us a comment on our blog. He did? Yeah. He wrote us a rather lengthy comment. Uh, Ashish says, Hi guys, thanks for noticing that we may hold the record for the longest byline in crossword construction. He says, Kevin G. Durr will need to co-construct with Andrea Carla Michaels and will still fall short by 15 letters. (laughs) Take that, Kevin G. Durr, Mr. Black Square. Uh, Exactly, Mr. One Black Square. Uh, My most challenging clue in this puzzle was actually the clue 32 across can where I, yes. was, I was just baffled i had no idea it turns out it was you know rear it was right. can like your like your tukas uh and ashish wants us to point out that can was uh, a will shorts clue that was not one really of ashish's clue or narayan's clue uh but and please forgive me i'm mispronouncing your name call in and tell us how to say it right and we'll correct it on the next show um the other clue that I thought was fantastic in this puzzle was, uh, was I'm looking forward, Sty. Sty for Youngsters. Yes. Brilliant. Sty for Youngsters had me thinking about pigs, and then when the, the, the answer was filling itself in, and it was little pigs, and I thought, oh, Youngsters, and Sty, and I still didn't know what the theme was. Uh-huh. Of course, when you stick or in there, it becomes story for Youngsters, and it's three little pigs. Right. But... Awfully clever. Mm-hmm. And Ashish points out that the original clue for that was Sty Sty. Where does he say that? Somewhere in here, yeah. He had Sty Sty as the clue for that. So Sty Story? It would have been Sty Story, ah. Three Little Pigs. And Sty Sty certainly would have looked bizarre it in the clues. Wouldn't have made any sense at all. Um, this was a great puzzle. It was really, really quite, quite clever. Now, Ashish also says that... Uh, this puzzle took, I think, somewhere he said here, I thought, like two years. Yeah. To, to Oh, he said that in the Jim Horn interview. Yes. That it took two years to uh, get this approved by Will Shorts. I think he had to resubmit it two or three times. Yeah. And uh, he says, Will was great through the process, and not to speak on his behalf, but I believe his reasons for rejection were, one, the theme was too difficult to figure out because they didn't use asterisks uh-huh. initially. And two, if this were indeed that difficult and tricky, then it would have to appear on an April Fool's Day that fell on a Saturday. The next year this happens, 2017. Ashish has either done the math or he's one of those people that can just do that. 
I you, bet he's one of those guys. Do you think he is? He seems pretty Ashish, smart. are you one of those people who can just do that? And uh, his take on it was that Will might have thought it was more of a games magazine kind of a puzzle than a New York Times crossword That's puzzle. interesting, because without the asterisks, it certainly would have been hard or more difficult than it was, but Saturdays are very difficult. It didn't, didn't seem like it would be that much more difficult than a really hard Saturday. Without the asterisks, though, then the themed clues are not at all differentiated from the non-themed clues. I guess that's true. And that, and since the answers don't clarify where the theme is, I think that would just be insane. Well, but if you knew you were looking for ten ores, I don't think it would be insane. All right. You know? I think it would have been incredibly difficult. I thought it was pretty difficult as it was. I thought it was pretty difficult, I too. mean, it was still a Saturday, even though it had a theme. Definitely. Yeah. And Ashish points out what many have pointed out, which is that Will, Will Shorts does write a lot of the clues. Yes. And, uh, and Ashish has marveled at Will's ability. He says he has an uncanny sense for the level of difficulty in a puzzle. No. And uh, that's what, I mean, that's what made him the editor of the New York Times crossword puzzle. I mean, yes. He's incredibly good at that. And he's been doing it for a long time. He's been doing it for a long, how long has he been doing it now? I don't know. years? It's been something like that. Since 93, right? Has it? 93 or Six, 94? 16 years. A That's long a long time. That is a long time. And you, you, you put on top of that uh, that he's smart. I think he is awfully smart. Yes. Uh, he's a very smart guy. I don't think he listens to our show, though. So I should stop complimenting yeah, yeah, him? Yeah, you don't need to kiss his ass. He doesn't listen to the show. All right. So, no, you're not going to get anywhere with this. Really? No. You sure? No, no but... All right. Fairly confident. Uh, do we want to talk about Sundays? Sure, let's talk about Sundays. We can't look at a solution online because that hasn't been posted yet. But I could go like that. <laughs> Just tape it to the uh, monitor. Brian and I decided, rather than start recording our podcast at midnight, which had been our plan, uh-huh. to actually not start recording yet and instead uh, try to solve some Challenge puzzle. each other. <clears throat> Challenge each other to a solvathon. <laughs> a solvathon of one puzzle. It was a solvathon of one puzzle. Ryan did a puzzle while I sat receiving pledges over the phone lines to raise money. Wow, I really didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> um, anyway, Sunday's puzzle, December seventh, by Jim Page. The title of it is "Hey," and the theme answers all contained. Well, the theme, the, the 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 big clue to the theme answers, sixty-four across, start of an announcement or a hint to what's inside. Uh, to what's hidden inside the answers to the six starred clues. And the answer was, your attention, please. And so the this four letters... Are P-S-S-T. P-S-S-T. They appear in all of the theme answers. Yes, yeah, so we had... Uh, let's see, distinguishes is keeps straight. Uh, 33 across does a hostler's work, sweeps stalls. 48 across participates in a bear market, dumps stocks. Bad idea right now. 84 across uh, plays at a pond, in a way, skips stones. 99 across engages in some mutual gossip, swaps stories. And 112 across commits knitting boo-boos, drops stitches. Wow. I don't even, I, I don't know anything about knitting. No? I don't either. I tried to learn to crochet about a year ago. A year ago? Yeah, about a year ago. Why did you suddenly decide to learn to crochet? 
Uh, Tony wanted to learn to crochet. We were going to make scarves as Christmas gifts, I think. And <laughs> she wanted to maybe make a sweater or something. I never got a scarf as a no. Christmas gift. She made scarves. The first few scarves really looked like mutants. Like they didn't <laughs> look like scarves. And uh, and then then she got a lot better at it, and they started looking a lot like scarves. And where are they? Where are these scarves? Uh, she's given them away to different people. Not probably to her friends. Not us. Uh, give them to the people she likes. The people she's <laughs> close to the people she sees on a regular basis. The um, people who live a block and a half away. Yeah, a block away. Block and a half. A block. So I think that might be it. So I'll tell you that. Can I admit something oh, here? We're not done. Sorry. That's before not it. before I knew what the actual theme to this was, uh, I had figured out that the letters SST were were common to all of the theme answers. Oh. But I hadn't figured out the center clue yet, your attention please. Uh-huh. So I didn't know I didn't recognize that there was a P there as well. Because SST is a very common crossword right. three letter word. And I thought maybe the theme was going to have something to do with flight. And so it was <laughs> all these planes. We what? had like the, the grid was going to be an airport and we had, you know, nine planes driving around. Did you the not grid. look at the title of the crossword? I didn't. Because the title was Hey I see that. Well, so I'm foolish. What do you want? It's two in the morning. Well, it wasn't two when we did it. it yes, it was. It was? Sure. Wow. It was two in Iceland. <laughs> I don't think so. No? So now, now is, is that it? I think that's it. All right. So we, uh, we'll probably have an interview next time. We do, have, we do have a big guest. Not all of our guests are big, but a high-profile guest. Coming up at some point. At some point. We have lots of guests, lots of profiles. Yes. Lots of points. Uh, so we, we're not sure who... If you'd like to be a guest on our show, email us at rbxblog at gmail.com. Please do. And uh, and we'll probably interview you because, you know, we'll do whatever. We, we will. Care. We will. We'll we sit- have no standards. We'll sit there and receive pledges all night. Absolutely. Anybody wants to call in and pledge, we're just trying to raise... What do we need to raise? Probably about six or eight dollars in order to get us both a couple of tacos at Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. That's all we need. Six or eight dollars. If you have six or eight dollars, send it our way. <laughs> we'll, we'll accept it. Yes. We love tacos. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want to just send us a taco, we, you could do that. That was what Amanda thought I was particularly mean to you about, was my complete dismissal of the Choco Taco. Well, I mean, I... I... I did feel that was a, a little harsh. It's disgusting. It is not disgusting. It's horrible. It's a taco dipped in chocolate. No, first of all... It is. It's, it's a taco shell no, with it's, meat it's and cheese <laughs> and rice. And then they dip the whole thing in, like, magic shell so that it gets crispy chocolate on the outside. I think you might have gotten the wrong one. And that's 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 what it is. It's a, it's a taco... A beef and cheese taco. <laughs> chocolate taco. With chocolate on the outside. I think... I think it sounds horrible. I think you got the wrong one. Absolutely horrible. It's actually very good. Have you ever had lobster ice cream? No. Oh, God. What a horrible thing to do to lobsters. <laughs> Have you? Yes. It's just, it's really unfortunate. Because they... you're taking two fantastic foods. Lobster and ice cream. You don't eat lobster, do you? You think lobster's gross. I do. What are you talking about? I love lobster. I'm talking lobster. about you thinking lobster's gross. How, since when do I think lobster is gross? Since you started mixing it with ice cream. It's like they mix it with ice cream. Do people awful. in Maine put lobster in just about anything? I think so. And wow. I think I saw it on Iron Chef, too. I think I saw them making, maybe they were making clam ice cream. Oh, I should talk, tell my Iron Chef thing. 
Go. It's actually on on YouTube. It's not my Iron Chef thing. You but, discovered it. But no. somebody made made a, a dish that had a lot of peas in it. Oh. And and the judge was eating it, and she said, "Well, I really like the peeness of this." And that was funny. Oh. Uh, go on, viewers. Groan with me. Why? Oh. It's not. It's not. I didn't make it up. Fine. So, are we done? Uh, I've been done for a while. Before we go... Stick a fork in me! Before we go, we want to give a shout-out to our friend Adam. We are going to give a shout-out to our friend Adam. Who uh, is... Does Adam have a title yet? The last... He was... The... the, the I called him racist the racist Quaker pimp. pimp. Quaker Pimp. Yeah, but he also... He had a title for himself. What did he call himself? Oh, Adam, the one who eats food. The one who eats food. I think that was his so, title So, uh, Adam is in the hospital with some pain-in-the-ass syndrome, but yeah. he is... Uh, Going to be getting better soon. Absolutely. So we just want to acknowledge our dear friend and uh, wish and, him well. Uh, there you go. Um, we're done. We are. We will see you later. <laughs>